the soundtrack to your life. If somebody said to me just after Christmas that I'll be coming to a, a school in Cheshire uh, full of very talented people uh, to talk about a show called Jesus Christ Superstar, I'd say no, 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 no. But I am, and I'm here talking to the director. What's your name? Uh, Andrew. And uh, So that's your title then, is it? You are the actual director of Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes, yeah, I'm the director yeah, for the so, company. So let's give a bit of background on this. So, so who are you and who is the company that's put all this together? Um, so I'm actually, I moved to Manchester a few years ago. I studied at the Royal Northern College of Music. I study opera and um, this is my last he- year here. I'm, going, I'm moving to London to study a master's in theatre directing uh, in September. And the, the company are actually, I think, the oldest company for a very long way. They're 109 years old this year. Yeah, and they obviously started with Gilbert and Sullivan uh, operettas and plays and that kind of thing and have evolved. The original name was East Cheshire's Operatic Society, obviously, and back then that was all they really were. Um, And they've evolved into modern musicals and and lots of people have evolved with it. So Sally, the choreographer, has been here with this company for 30 years. Wow. Yeah, (laughs) and there's members of this company in this show that have been here uh, there's a lady called Liz Window who's been here for almost just as long, and she still likes to, you know, she still comes and is a big part of the company in terms of cast. Um, so they're very old. Um, at one point, they were one of the biggest companies in Manchester. So they did, they used to do their shows at the Royal Northern on the massive stage there in the Opera Theatre, and they've done huge shows, shows costing tens and tens of thousands of pounds. Um, so are you all trained actors then that have been on stage? Low times before, or, or just amateurs? No, not everyone. So it's it's an amateur company, so right. it's made up of amateur people, and we're very fortunate to have um, a few sort of trained people in. So obviously, as I say, I, I'm just about to graduate from the Royal Northern, mm. and Sally has got the choreographer again. She had from when she was young a background in professional dance, and even our stage manager is a colleague of mine from the Royal Northern who's quite an established opera singer. Um, so we, we've got a really, really good mix. So Ed, our MD, our musical director, is he's no f- uh, formal training at all. He came through it as a hobby and decided he played piano for, for things and decided he wanted to be an MD. So he worked on his keys and his conducting skills. So we're a good mix of kind of trained people and people who take it quite seriously and people who do it just for a hobby, just for a couple of hours a week who want to who work on a bigger project. Um, so we're, we're a good mix, good mix group. Fantastic. So, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, um, we'll get on to when is it being performed and where later on, but what's it about for somebody like me? I've never, I know about it, I've heard of it, but what's it about? Well, different productions of it can have different perspectives, I think. This one is very much focused on Judas, and it's about the last week of Jesus' life as it unfolded from Judas's point of view. So it's kind of a journey, a mental journey for Judas on, obviously, as we know, him betraying. Um, so very kind of lots of catchy music, lots of upbeat music and lots of powerful music. It's not religious in the traditional sense. We're not trying to make anybody believe anything. We're just telling a story, um, as I say, from Judas's perspective, which is, which is really interesting because it's a story that everybody knows as told from Jesus's perspective and the perspective of the apostles but never really Judas's perspective which is why I think it's such an interesting story. So who put this stage show together in the first place like the West End like the big the, the big versions? Um, so it's it's written by Andrew Lloyd Webber right, with lyrics yeah. by Tim Rice um, so it was actually released first nobody would pick it up when he wrote it so oh, right. it, they actually released uh, Superstar as a concept track and um, 
and I Don't Know How to Love Him, and they both made it into the charts, made it very popular, and they really were the kind of um, springboard for the musical having a full production, and then there was a film in 1971. Um, so they're, they're very kind of... It's an interesting story, and that's how a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber's musicals went. So again, Evita started with the concept album, other musicals around that time, a little bit later on, Tim Rice also wrote the lyrics for Chess, which started again with the concept album. So it was quite a common thing for, for musicals at that time. Um, late 60s, early 70s. So you've got all the uh, well-known songs in this play then, haven't you? Yes, yes. So everyone will know, obviously, Superstar, I Don't Know How to Love Him, uh, Simon Zealotis and Hosanna, those kind of songs that musical theatre fans will they'll be aware of. And the songs, obviously, those couple of songs that entered the pop charts in the, in the early 70s, they're all in there. <laughs> Tonight I'm with the East Cheshire Musical Company and uh, I'm talking to Sally. Now I've just been told by the director, Sally, that you've been with this company for 30 years, is that right? Um, probably not quite 30 <laughs> years, but on and off, yeah. And I've been doing musical theatre quite a long time as well and dancing for a very long time. So a little bit of background to, to you and what you do and how you've come around to do it first. So I started dancing at about the age of two or three. Wow. Um, musical theatre sort of came along when I was about eight or nine and my first show was The Sound of Music. Um, that was with um, Stockport Apparatic Society. Um, I got involved with East Cheshire's um, probably about 25 years ago now, something like that. Um, was became a member of the committee and, and now I'm the secretary of the society and I also choreograph a lot of the productions that go on as well now. So, uh, for people who don't know what choreograph means, it's all about the dancing. It's all about uh, the dancing. How it all looks on stage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, is there a lot of dancing in Jesus Christ Superstar then? There isn't a lot of dancing in, in uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, a lot of movement for company. Um, we have got five or six dancers that are going to tap dance in one of the numbers. So, that's, that's really good. Uh, and obviously, there's a bit, quite a bit of dancing in the title song, um, Superstar. So that's a really good number as well. Fantastic. Uh, tell me something about the show then. Uh, for, you know, I've, I've heard of it, but I've never actually seen it, but I know about the songs. Yeah, so the show is about the last three days of the life of Jesus leading up to the crucifixion, so obviously a well-known story. Yeah. Basically, and that, that's what... That's the, the um, sort of the, the story about Jesus, the apostles, Mary, uh, leading up to the crucifixion basically and you know the betrayal by Judas. When, when is it going to be performed and where? So it's going to be performed our week commencing Tuesday the 9th of April at Romney Forum in Romley Stockport. Fantastic so are you excited about it? Very excited yeah it's going to be a great production. Can I talk to Jesus? <laughs> you can talk to Jesus yes. So I'm actually talking to Jesus. I am actually talking to Jesus from Jesus Christ Superstar, uh, but your real name is Sam, are you? Yep, um, my name's Sam and I'm um, 20 years old and uh, I'm playing Jesus Christ Superstar in Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Let me say that again. I'm playing Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ Superstar with East Cheshire. Did you get the role just because you've actually got long hair yourself? Uh, no. no. <laughs> um, so um, so how, what's your journey through your career, your your life and then... How have you got to playing Jesus now? Right, so uh, 
My love for musical theatre all started when I watched uh, Rumi and Carmen Lou in Phantom of the Opera back in 2009. And I watched it and I just thought, I want to do that. Like, I want to do I want to do exactly what he does, so I want to play. Uh, the Phantom is one of my dream roles that I'd love to play one day. Um, uh, for, with Jesus, it was a role I never thought I would ever play, but um, the, um, the, this is actually my second time doing the show, because um, I did it... Uh, I did it first time last year with a company called uh, Whitefield, and I played Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> you got form for this, you? yeah. <laughs> but doing it the first time, I did, uh, I realised how much fun I had. And when I found out East Cheshire were doing it again, uh, my mum, with a bit of uh, convincing, <laughs> I came down, auditioned, and I got the role again. And I couldn't be more happier because it is just for me an amazing role. Not only is it an acting challenge, it's so vocally challenging. <laughs> oh, is it? So, well, why is it vocally challenging? Well, it, it, it's going through a range of uh, singing. So uh, with Gethsemane, it's a song because you, you you go from your chest voice all the way to a high falsetto, and it's got to sound rocky and not like uh, like a thin sound. It's got to have power behind it, and I never thought I'd be able to do that. But with my vocal training, from my vocal trainer, uh, Andy Follin, uh, he has taught me how to do that. How do you play somebody like, like this character you're playing uh, in this play, Jesus? What kind of personality is he, is he I, having? My approach to the character is to play him as a human being, right. where everybody thinks... He can do all this stuff. Is he is he a dictator? Like he's right. This is this is the way things are. Or is he a really nice, softly spoken gentle? Uh, you know, I'd say a bit of a dictator. He knows what's going to happen, and he's accepted that. But in the back of his mind, it is terrifying. All this stuff is going to unfold. Only him and Judas know are going to happen. Nobody else has a clue. <laughs> okay, so now I'm talking to Mary Magdalene. Uh, not actually, again, not like we were talking to Jesus a few minutes ago. Uh, but what's your name? My name is Holly Macalini. And so the role that you're going to be playing in Jesus Christ Superstar, um, who is Mary Magdalene? Um, Mary Magdalene is a close friend of Jesus. Um, she would probably like to be more than a close friend of Jesus. Oh, right. So they're not actually boyfriend, girlfriend? No. Not an item? I think Jesus has got some other things that he's busy oh, right. doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but she's there by his side uh, and tries to kind of provide him comfort and tries to be a friend to him through everything that's sort of happening. But I wouldn't say that it's a two-way relationship. So where do you take your inspiration from to play somebody like this? Oh, gosh. That's a really hard question. Yeah, it is. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Well, I guess we've all had uh, unrequited love, I guess, at points in our life. So, yeah. you know, we've all had blokes that we've chased that aren't interested. Um, so that's where you're drawing on this then? A little bit of that, but then also she's just someone that when everyone else is stressing Jesus out and is giving him a really hard time or wants him to be something he's not, she kind of sweeps in to try and comfort him and give him a bit of a massage and calm him down and just sort of be a bit loving towards him. So I think... It's kind of, she can see that he actually just needs a little bit of TLC and a little bit of love and affection. So, so, she, so she's a, a soft kind of character. Yeah, well, she's know? meant to be a little bit kind of tough. So when she sings, I don't know how to love him, that's meant to be her moment of confusion of this guy is making me think completely differently because I'm not normally like this. I don't normally fall for men like this. Um, but she just goes weak at the knees.
for Jesus oh. and just wants him to, I guess, maybe see her a bit more. Now, uh, many people are probably asking what happens at the end. We're not going to spoil <laughs> the ending, obviously. Uh, but I, do they get together at some point? Is there a spin on that in this play or not? There isn't really a spin yeah. on it because obviously what happens, happens. No, I was kind of say she's there for him right up to the end though. You know, she sort of supports him um, all the way through. And right at the point where he's getting arrested, she's sort of there, you know, supporting him at the Last Supper. Steve, thank you very much for inviting me. No problem at all, Aaron. It's lovely to see you. So, uh, a little bit about the company uh, that are putting on Jesus Christ Superstar background and where it all started from and how you got now to Jesus Christ Superstar itself. Yeah, East Cheshire Musical Theatre Company um, started over 100 years ago. Um, they were originally based uh, uh, in the, uh, in the right around the Wilmslow area. In fact, they used the refuge, which I know is just reopened in Wilmslow as, as their theatre originally. Um, as a result of various changes over the years, they've sort of moved about recently, and um, we now ended up we're doing shows uh, at various locations in Stockport. We're currently at Romley Forum with the new show, um, but yeah, we haven't got it. With, there's no permanent home as such at the moment, but yeah, it's a it's a good show, a good uh, theatre company, um, lots of history behind it, and uh, a really good musical director and some really really good singers, which I'm sure you've heard already. So, uh, have they got like a number of shows on at any one time, or is it just one production per time? It's just one one production. Um, as I say, we did Juicy Crash Superstar. Um, the last production we did was Little Shop of Horrors, or uh, the last production they did because this is my first uh, my first venture into musical theatre. Um, but yeah, we're just in the process now of looking at what new shows we could do for next year. Um, we're at the planning stage on that one. There's no decision has been made as yet. So, so what what kind of um, Talking about the future of, of the, the the company, um, let's say for example you've got Greece on the table, you've yeah. got Jersey Boys on the table, yeah. and then you've got Blood Brothers on the table. Yeah. Do you go for the most commercially well known, or do you go for the most in depth one that is going to get people hooked? So what do you go for? I think there's a there's a happy medium to be struck with all of these things. I mean, you, um, we are. Uh, in the process, we, we in a, we are in the process of becoming a registered charity, um, and as such, you're not you know, we're not allowed to make a profit. So we, we, it's not a profit and loss thing. Um, obviously, if we make if you lose a lot of money, it can it can be an issue, um, and we don't want to do that. But uh, generally, it's it's fairly good, and, and you know we do make a small profit, which we then plough back into further productions. Um, again, it does depend on on. Um, what's licensable because there are specific shows that can be licensed and others that, that can't be. Everybody that sees the West End shows like Phantom and things like that say well why aren't we doing that in amateur theatre and the honest answer to that is we're not allowed to because of licensing regulations um, and so it does depend on what's on the table as I say and um, the choices made depend on where the whether the theatre company sees itself at that time really um, 
I mean, obviously this one, Jesus Christ Superstar, it's based around Easter, of course, we're, we're putting on at Easter. The next one will possibly be around the same time, possibly a little bit later, but it will be more uh, dependent on who the members of the theatre company are at that time. So if we've got a predominant number of ladies or dancers and such like, we may look at something which is more based around uh, ladies uh, being the main characters or dancers being the main characters. It, does, it generally does depend on, on, uh, on where we are at the time. So your role in Jesus Christ Superstar then, who are you playing? I'm playing Simon the Zealot. He's a, um, as his name suggests, a zealot. He's a, a rabble rouser, a fighter. He's, um, I suppose you'd call him the, the, the militant wing of, uh, of the Jesus Christ uh, uh, followers. Um, yeah, he's, he's sort of, uh, he's just in it for a scrap, really. Um, oh, right. <laughs> what a way to explain that. <laughs> Yeah, and um, uh, we, we do costumes to fit it. Obviously, we're doing like a, almost like a modern interpretation of, of, of uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. It's not swords and sandals, this one. It's, uh, it's an up-to-date um, production. So um, the, the costumes should fit that, and hopefully uh, my costume will fit that. Are you going to do any fight scenes? Like fake fight scenes, obviously. On, no, on no, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> not really. No, there's... there's, there's um, it's or fake argument scenes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes, I, I mean, I, I pretty much pick a fight with anyone, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I pick a fight with myself in an empty room, you know. That's, wow. that's the persona of the individual. Uh, that's not me, by the way. Yeah. That's, that's them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's, um, as I say, he's like a militaristic military leader. He, he will fall out. He falls out with Judas. I mean, he is devoted to Jesus. Uh, he wants him to succeed because his ideal from this process is that he wants the Romans out. He wants them gone. He sees the oppression in, that they bring and he wants to get shut of them. And so he will do anything to do that. And if that means sort of going into the middle of a, a really good scrap, he'll do that. So when is it on and when can people come and see you? We're on from the 9th, uh, which is a Tuesday, 9th of April uh, to Saturday, the 13th of April. We're on at the Romley Forum in Stockport. Um, it's a brilliant show. Uh, we have a 12-piece uh, live band as well, fully mic'd up, so you get a brilliant sound. I've actually worked at Romney Forum before, and I've seen shows at Romney Forum before. The acoustics are fantastic. Um, and uh, fully professional musicians, a lot of them are graduates from Royal Northern College of Music, so it's absolutely spot on. Um, and some really, really wonderful singers, Jesus, Judas, uh, Mary Magdalene. Uh, you'll, you'll hear the voices and you'll, you'll know how good they are because some of those guys are graduates of RNCM as well. Fantastic show. Well worth coming to see. Fantastic, right. I believe uh, I'm going to hear some of the performance now. Uh, one of the songs, I think. Uh, I think that might be me, actually. Is that you? I think so, yeah. 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 Are you ready then? Put your compressor on your microphone. <laughs> you're going to need it. <laughs> Every one of 50,000 would do whatever you ask them to. Keep them yelling their devotion. Yeah! But add a touch of hate and rage. The soundtrack to your life. Precious Silk 106.9. 6.9.